My name's Terry. Welcome to the Oddscast. Welcome to the Oddscast. Anything more? Welcome to the Oddscast. All right, <laughs> and welcome to episode. What episode are we on? 17 of the Oddscast. This is our wild card weekend special. I'm Dominic Toledo alongside Joe Delera, producer Corey in the booth. These fries are fucking awesome. Hey, uh, we're going to be going over the NFL wildcard slate. Uh, this is really what it's all about. You know, the culmination of betting games every single week. Yeah. Like, hopefully your futures are still alive. Uh, figuring out who's good, who's bad, who's a fraud, who's real. And uh, we still don't know. I mean, I, I, you know, you have a general sense and we'll get into each game by game. Uh, we're going to be putting this out on a Tuesday. So happy New Year's Eve to everybody. Yeah. Last uh, last pot of the decade, actually. <laughs> this might be this might be your last listen of the whole decade. Holy macarons. Oh, wow. uh, but, you know, we wanted to get some of the content out there in regards to the wildcard weekend. A lot of people, you know, this is going to be the premier sporting events of the weekend. Um, we got a couple college bowl games to talk about tonight and tomorrow, yeah. but we're going to get to that on the outside or, you know, after we talk about the wildcard weekend first, um, just Christmas, Joe, you want to talk about NBA Christmas for like one minute? I'll, I'll know more than that. Listen, just because you lose doesn't mean that you made the wrong bet. So I've had this conversation. The analysis was right. Uh, it's just there's nothing that you can do when the Sixers shoot 47% from three. It's just, I don't know. What are, you, what, are you, what are you gonna do? Producer Corey's looking at you with the death stare. So, right now. there's a Gamblers Anonymous meeting down the street in about a half hour if you want to go give that <laughs> lovely speech to them. I might. Just because you lost doesn't mean you made the wrong bet. That's all they're gonna need to get right quote. back in the car and what drive a, to AC. What, what a quote. No, but I mean, it's just, relapse in a box. it's just the process that I take and the process that I take, like in terms of looking at games, looking at spreads. Um, overall, it works for me. I think it's benefited a lot of people that have listened and followed some of these bets. Uh, it just, you know, it is what it is. Um, you had four underdogs win outright on New Year's Day or yeah, on was, Christmas Day. I mean, that's that's it was wild. A weird, a weird, uh, it's a weird day. A weird day, especially when NBA has been so favored heavy um, in terms of money lines. Yeah. Um, but moving on to Wild Card Weekend, um, first game. Buffalo Bills at the Houston Texans. Is that the, we'll, is that the Saturday four o'clock? Yes, we will okay. go. We will go game by game uh, as they happen. Um, two Saturday games, AFC, and two Sunday games, NFC. Um, something to look out for actually is that the Niners have um, the NFC team on short rest on the week back. Oh. Because they split, so they won AFC, AFC, NFC, NFC, Saturday, Sunday, and then the four games next week, they split AFC, NFC, AFC, NFC. Got it. So I think the Niners, I think, play on Saturday, if I'm not mistaken, or one of the NFC teams um, is going to get the the Sunday NFC team on short rest, um, when normally that doesn't really happen. Um, That's a nice little twist there in the playoffs. So this Bills-Texans game, um, Texans winners of the AFC South, 10-6, against the Buffalo Bills, um, the first wild card at 10-6. and six. Um, Both of these teams rested their starters in Week 17, and the odds as of right now of this recording is basically Houston minus 2.5. It's flirting with 2.5-3. Um, if you follow us on Twitter at the Pod, we told you last night 
um, or, or Sunday Two night ago, yeah. that, you know, jump on Bills three and a half immediately because it's going to go down. Yeah, so. so I know we both hit them spread. I don't know if you hit the money line. I think I hit the money I, line. I'm, I'm probably going to convince myself to hit the money line after I go through this. Because I mean, this is just something we've talked about the Bills for the past, like, couple weeks, and I hope you guys put your futures in. Uh, when we did, um, but you know, you can still get them. It's insane. It's like twenty five to I, one. It's, I don't. It, I, I don't like. You know, <laughs> I don't necessarily condone this, but it's out there <laughs> that they're like twenty five to one. Here's the only question you need to answer: Had you not already put in a future, would you do it right now? Uh, it's just uh, there's a, there's a pathway. There's a path. I think they remind me a little bit of the Jaguars two years ago. Um, when the Jaguars made it to the AFC Championship game, were ahead against the Patriots. Yeah, and lost. I mean to be honest, I would have felt better about it had the Patriots won against the Dolphins. If the because pa- if they if the Bills got to play the Patriots again, I would have felt better about this. Well, no, the Bills would. St- I think no matter what, I mean. Now I guess we'll get into this because yeah. but the AFC is wide wide open, yeah. so there's a chance they go and play um, Kansas City in Kansas City. And there's a chance that, I mean, you know, if the Patriots were to lose, they would play Kansas City. If the Patriots were to win, they would play Baltimore. Yeah. Um, I, th- I don't know which one's better, really. I mean, they've played, I mean, they've played really Baltimore fun. before. Really but good. we're getting a little too head, ahead of yeah. ourselves. I wouldn't, um, I mean, if you wanted to get a little weird, I would throw futures in, but I'm not recommending it. No. That's, that's I, I, just want, I just want to pull advice. back on that. <laughs> that's better <laughs> advice for the listeners. No, um, but it, if you had it before. Not all bets that you lose are bad bets. That, <laughs> yeah, that, that might, be a, might be a bad bet. <laughs> this would be a bad bet. Absolutely. <laughs> that's a quote. I love that. So the DVOA matchups here. Uh, th- this game to me is not so much about the Bills being a good team, and I think they are a good team. It's more so that the Texans are wildly overrated. Yes. Um, the Texans, going into week 17, were 17th overall in weighted DVOA. Yeah. Um, and now on the back end of week 17, where they rested all their starters and got trounced by the Tennessee Titans, they're 23rd overall in DVOA. Yeah. I mean, they have the names. Like that's the thing. If you look at the if you look at the two teams, you're going to be able to name a million more guys than the Texans, just in terms of star power. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, starting with obviously Watson, Hopkins, Fuller. You know, you can just go down the list. Like they have a lot of star power, but in terms of like when you get to the playoffs, this is going to be a gritty game. I think that the Bills are going to be able to outlast them. Josh Allen's kind of crafty. Uh, I think that you see the Bills definitely cover this game. I, I don't see this being a blowout really either way, but I think they're going to keep the score. I think I feel like the score is going to stay down, don't you? So if you look at the, te- I mean, it's the Bills have been involved in lower scoring games over the last couple weeks, um, but they've you know they've been they've played decently. They play. They played good teams. I mean, they lost to the Patriots in Foxborough in that game where they were actually ahead. Um, for a little bit and then, you know, had that before the first half ended touchdown to kind of make it close. And then, uh, they played the Steelers in Pittsburgh, beat them on Sunday night that, and they played the Ravens before that at home, uh, lost by a touchdown. And then before that was the Cowboys, um, who they beat pretty bad on Thanksgiving. So they're coming off four and I'm going to throw out the Jets game because none of the starters played. Josh Allen didn't play. No. And I mean, Um, even then, like they're, Backups kept the Jets. Not that the Jets are good, really, yeah, but they, they uh, held the Jets, them to still. Uh, they the, didn't. They didn't. They didn't. They held them to a good amount, like to not too many points. I mean, the Jets finished seven and nine. Yeah, 
I mean, they're they're not they're not terrible. They're not terrible. Yeah, like they're not good by any means. But I mean, they, their backups held the Jets still to like what thirteen points. Yeah. So if you're looking at them in form coming in, you know, at Dallas versus Baltimore, at Pittsburgh, at New England, um, and they're two and two, both uh, straight up and against the spread. Um, I think Houston is probably the fourth. If you put them in with New England, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Dallas, they're probably the fourth best team on that list. Like I would put them ahead of the Steelers maybe, but yeah. they're not, you know, they're definitely not better than the Ravens. They're not better than the Patriots. And I think they actually, the Cowboys are probably better than them. Yeah. Um, and so you have them in form playing playoff fringe playoff teams. Um, on the other side of the coin, I, like I said, this is not so much about the bills being bad as the Texans being um, not good, not good. Uh, you got at Tampa win uh, barely in that, Saturday one o'clock game where Jameis threw I think a pick six yeah um, what, what else is new <laughs> <laughs> they won at Tennessee which was a surprise um, but that was the divisional games like for example like when when the when the 49ers and the Seahawks play each other on Sunday on Sunday night it's yeah. like do I think the Niners are a much better team yes but these teams play each other all the time and they know each other so it's like it's really like a coin flip when you come down just because the matchups are, are fairly I agree with that um, and then you have they got trounced in Denver or at home against Denver um, and then they beat the Patriots um, before that so but the metrics like I said 17th way to DVOA before week 17 23rd now um, they're 14th offensively 24th defensively Bills 18th offensively, 6th defensively. So you're basically looking at the Bills who are a better, you know, the Bills defense stands out with both of these teams on either side of the ball. And the Texans defense is actually like bottom third of the league. Yeah, I mean, I I, I have trouble like good deviating from the Bills here. I feel like the Bills have been more tested or so to speak lately. And I feel like they've kind of risen to that challenge than giving them three points say uh I, like i like the line i think it's going to be low scoring i think they're going to be able to keep it at least within three and i mean if they lose you're probably looking at like within you know within a possession or so and that three is kind of nice there so you got 60 percent of the bets on buffalo so far not as highly public as i thought it would be i thought buffalo would be way more public um the most public game so far this week is seattle by a long shot at 87 percent yeah, well yeah but. um 58 of the money on buffalo so not a lot of sharp action um and there's some money on the over which is 42 and a half um moved up this saturday game the saturday early game is typically like just a shitty game all around yeah. and i would lean the under but i don't think i think both of these defenses like i think the the Texans defense is bad enough where I would be very concerned with a betting under. Yeah, because I think Josh Allen and Josh, both both teams have the capacity for those electric dynamic plays. So, yeah, you got John Brown on one side and you have Will Fuller and if he Hopkins, plays yeah. and Hopkins on the other side. Um, and the Bills, I, you know, they've looked explosive. You're yeah. Right. So, I mean, like, and Josh Allen is not afraid to throw deep ball. So, I mean, uh, it, while they're more of like they seem to have that like kind of in the trenches type of feel to them, they're not afraid to throw that deep ball and air mm-hmm. it out. So I could I that under does I agree it does kind of scare me because it's so low. Um, right now, no, and just as we go through, no more no discernible edges really on either side of the ball. I think 
Houston's passing game versus Buffalo's pass defense is really the only um, really edge that the either team has, and that's on Buffalo's side. They're top three in passing defense. So whatever Houston does well on the offensive side of the ball, which is like their best, you know, their best thing that they do is with um, Watson and just moving yeah. the ball through the air. And I think the Bills counter that very well. Um, they have a good secondary. They have this young kind of hungry defense. And uh, the only thing that worries me is that there's these statistics in terms of how first-time quarterbacks play in yeah. their playoff de- debuts. And if I, you look at you know Josh Allen, obviously, is one of those teams. Last year, you had Mahomes, Watson, Lamar Jackson, Mitch Trubisky all in their debuts. I think only... Mahomes and Watson won. Yeah. I mean, um, and I then, so, so straight up, first time starters are 14 and 30. And against the spread, they're 12, 31 and 1. I just think that this, the one thing that you get here is the Saturday 4 o'clock game. I get that it's a playoff game. The Saturday 4 o'clock game has got to be like the least pressure system that you could be in for a, for, for a first playoff game. It's not really a primetime game. It's, you know, it's on the Saturday, it's the first game. And I don't, and like, I feel like the Bills have played enough games that are like they're not supposed to be here. They're dogs. Um, I in terms of like looking at their team before the season started, I know we kind of like them, uh, but they're still like a surprise team. So I don't think that they're playing with any pressure uh, besides it being the playoffs. But there's no real pressure for them to do anything. Just them making the playoffs, having this many mm-hmm. wins, was a big deal. So I feel like, and Josh Allen's personality seems like he would not take this in a way that's like. He's going to feel the pressure. So I agree with all those takes. Like I lean Buffalo heavy. I already took Buffalo yeah. plus three and a half. Um, I think plus three and a half is a go. You could probably get it at like minus 120, 125. And I this think it's is definitely line shop here because I've noticed uh, like I've been betting a lot on Borgata sports app and they seem to move a little bit slower than DraftKings FanDuel. So even though they might not post the line right away, once it is posted, they do seem to move a little bit slower. So, um, so I would say for me, three and a half, shop it, get it at minus money. Um, I think you could probably get it minus one twenty five, one thirty. And I think it's worth it. You know, I normally for me, like my bankroll gets a little bit bigger in terms of playoff because I, I'm, you know, these games we've watched NFL games the entire season, and I there's less I've, games to bet on, so. Yeah, absolutely. But I just think like this is where you kind of, you know, make your money um, if you're betting these games because, you know, you've watched it. You know these teams, you know the situations, and, you know, there's a whole thing to look on. Yeah, I agree. So uh, I think we have consensus here. Bills plus three and a half if you can get it. Yeah, I I would lean. Plus three probably, but once it gets below that, like. I don't know. Once it gets below the three, I don't see real value in taking the spread anymore. I don't know about you. I would at that point, I might just take the money line. Would, the money line definitely. So uh, if you can get three, definitely do it. Even if it's kind of juiced. If you can get three and a half, God bless you, and definitely take it. But other than that, I think you should start taking money line. Um. Yeah, I would probably do like whatever your units are um, for the NFL wild card. If you want to reset them, make them a little bit bigger. Yeah. Um, I would do one full unit on three and a half, and then maybe do a half unit or a quarter unit on the money line. That's yeah. that's what I would say. Yeah. Um, and the money line's like probably what, like one minus one fifty. One fifty. Yeah, okay. I got one fifty. So pretty solid. Um, one sixty actually. So give me. So we both three and a half on the spread. What's your pick in terms of the game? 
Uh, I think the Bills win this game. Okay. So we're online there. Next game, another first-time quarterback in the playoffs, Ryan Tannehill leading the surging Tennessee Titans uh, at the New England Patriots in Foxborough, who had an embarrassing loss in um, – at home against Miami. Yeah, it's shocking that that game was at home, too. <laughs> My dad said to me, he goes, wait, the Patriots just lost that home in a must-win game? <laughs> yeah. It's it's not, I mean, it's, I know we say this every single fucking year that the Patriots are, like, stumbling into the playoffs, but I don't think it's been this bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, Bill Simmons tweeted out before the season. He was like, the Patriots' schedule is literally weeks 1 through 17, don't matter, bye, win, championship game super bowl mm-hmm. and then that like got retweeted by freezing cold takes this year but you know uh <laughs> like it is what it is um playing this extra game might be a problem for them oh absolutely i mean i think it's been since 2012 whatever the last baltimore game i think it was baltimore san francisco was the last time a team has made the super bowl um that has played in the wild card weekend wow so it's been a wow. very long run of teams that just even make the Super Bowl, not even win the Super Bowl, but to make the Super Bowl. Because uh, winning three games in a row is hard. And um, for the last pretty much, what is that, 2012, 2019, six, six years, seven years? Yes. Um, thank you for stat checking that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you need, if you're, if you're picking a, a team to make the Super Bowl, historically they've had those buys. So you're looking at four teams this year. Um, if you're going with the trends, and that's San Francisco, Green Bay, and on the AFC side, it's Baltimore, Kansas City. Um, and if you look at the last six, seven years, if you think that trend's going to continue, the two Super Bowl teams are going to come from those four, four teams. Yeah, I mean, you get a distinct advantage of having that bye. So yeah. having that week off to rest up. And the um, Patriots were not in a scenario where, like, honestly, like, I think you could just argue that the Bills and the Texans are in a better spot because they knew they were locked into whatever seed they were in, mm-hmm. and they kind of got to rest their guys. Yeah, You know, Brady was out there. All their guys were out there. And uh, they did not get this rest that they thought they were going to get. Yeah, so two teams um, in contrast to last the last game we went over, the Bills and Texans. Titans and the Patriots are two teams that actually uh, had, did play in Week 17. They played their starters. They were trying to win. Yeah. And it's really a tale of two teams that down the stretch here. The Titans have been pretty much the hottest team in the league. Yeah. They went from going into Week 17. They were 10th weighted DVOA overall. Patriots were 4th. Are you ready for this? Tell me more. After week 17. Tell me more. Tennessee is now fifth overall weighted DVOA. Patriots are sixth. What the fuck? So, and according to DVOA, the Titans are a more efficient, better overall football team than the Patriots right now. Well, I mean, if you want to look at it, I mean, if you look at their games. The 9-7 and seven Patri- the nine and seven Titans versus the 12-4 and four Patriots. That's... And by the way, the the line right now is four and a half, five. Patriots are favored by dead point. But. Uh, Titans are plus two hundred on the money line. Pats are minus two twenty on the money line. Um, and over under sits at around forty three and a half. But go ahead. I mean, if you look through their games in Nove- since November, so you got eight games November December. You're looking at a team that got destroyed by Baltimore. They beat Philly by a touchdown. And I, like I, we'll talk about Philly in a little bit, but. Um, I don't think Philly's that good. They barely squeaked by Dallas. Uh, they lost to the Texans, who we just discussed we don't think are very good. They lost to the Chiefs. They beat the Bengals, who are the worst team in the NFL. They beat Buffalo by a touchdown, and then they lost to the Dolphins. 
you, this is not a team that you are afraid of at all. Mm-hmm. And they've shown that the teams they've lost to, they all have general success running the football. The Titans run the ball very well. And lately, since they switched over to Tannehill, they've been throwing the ball excellently as well. And it's the, it's like, I think we've talked about it before. I'm such a, I'm a huge Derrick Henry stan, mm-hmm. but in the second half of the season, he literally averages like an extra yard and a half per carry. And that's the kind of guy like coming at you in the playoffs. You're like, this guy's a monster. And he did that last week. I mean, he put up 211 yards uh, and three touchdowns. I think this is going to – he's somebody that you might try to scheme to stop, but I don't necessarily know if you can um, just because he's so physically imposing. Uh, in terms of angles, I think that when I was mapping it out, the only angle that I saw that was uh, a mismatch was Tennessee's rushing defense being much better than New England's rushing offense. And I think that that is more important on the opposing side of the ball because New England hasn't looked like a good team when they haven't been able to run the ball. Um, they look like a good elite team when they're able to get, you know, five, six yards on first down with Sonny Michelle yeah. and really shorten the field with Brady. And they, they live on those third and threes um, and those just short completions that kill you on those long drives. But in order to do that, you need to be able to run the ball. Yeah. And the Tennessee Titans are sixth overall um, in rushing defense. They've been great against the run all year. And I think that's a little bit more alarming because the Patriots – you know, if you throw out week 17 in the Dolphins and just say, okay, they weren't getting up for it. Fitzpatrick came in and played out of, his, out of his mind. The Patriots defense is still elite. Um, but offensively, they've looked very, very bad when they can't run the ball. Yeah. And, it, you know, when, they, when they're not able to run the ball, you know, Brady has to – he needs more time to make decisions, you know, throwing 10, 15 yards down the field. And – I think that the the offense has not really been able to survive as a pass-first offense. Yeah, this team is actually starting to remind me – this Patriots team is starting to remind me of those Peyton Manning Broncos teams mm-hmm. where you could start seeing that – like, I don't think Brady is fading in the way that Manning faded, like, really – like, rapidly. But you can tell he's not the same as he was. Like, there's no – you're not afraid of him cutting you up, like – anywhere on the field you know what the Patriots are going to do they're going to dink and dunk kind of uh you might get a pass over 15 yards but like that's not really their game uh and their game is clock management and if they can't run the ball they can't control the clock I think that's where you're going to start seeing the Titans by because they like to run the football if they get the clock and they get the Patriots defense tired I think you're going to start seeing a big problem there so again you have Tannehill with this underdog um, not underdog with his first time quarterback trend, fourteen and thirty straight up. Uh, so they lose twice as many games as they play, um, and they're bad against the spread. Now, we talked all this time, all you know, for the last eight minutes about how bad New England's looked and how they don't scare you. But at the end of the day, do it's you Patriots? Do you take? Are you still <laughs> afraid of taking Titans plus four and a half plus five? Um, even with all of this data backing it up, because I am, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little afraid. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I, I have, it's, it's just, I have trouble betting against Brady in the playoffs. Well, Brady at home, Brady at home with Belichick. It's, it's tough. I, I, I'm not going to do it. I don't think I'm going to do it. I might do it. <laughs> I, uh, to me, it's like probably a stay away, but like if you're firing on numbers and I've tried to be a numbers driven better, um, this entire NFL season. Yeah. 
like you can't it's 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 tough to pass up it really is because yeah, we've been looking at this we've we've we have faded the patriots before mm-hmm. uh, throughout the season and i guess like i just don't love the line um with the four and a half five and a half i feel like like you're kind of looking at you're looking at dead numbers there um they're not like hugely important. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's better to buy or to sell. Maybe a point here because I think, ulti- like you might see like a three and a half be more valuable, or you're gonna want six and a half, seven and a half, um, where you might want to tease this a little bit or mm-hmm. like get some alternate spreads with some other games. But I don't know. I have a question. Okay, are you considering a wild card game a playoff game? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? Not everyone considers it that. What are you what? talking about? Who do you talk to? The listeners. I read the comment. Oh. Are listeners stupid? Don't insult them. You're the ones giving them bad advice. <laughs> Joe. Um, another thing, I, I mean, I'm just, I, I research these games heavily, and another thing I'll flag is that Tennessee has the 28th overall special team, so... Could be problematic. Yeah, I mean, in a winner, winner to go home playoff game, <coughs> that would be uh, something to look out for. Um, you know, somebody drops a punt or fucks up a coverage or you know shanks a field goal, or you get a big kick return. Yeah, I mean, things could these are things that could swing the game. Yeah, um, I, I I'm gonna stay away. I mean, I'm you think anything about the total here. <sighs> No, because I just I don't have a good sense of because it's Bel- over. It's forty three and a half. You would think Belichick would want to come out and slow down the game and just try and dominate possession, keep the defense on the field for a long time, and and wear them down and wear them down because they've looked when the Titans are have looked best, they've been explosive. It's been Henry. It's been getting a lead with like AJ Brown, like a like a forty yard touchdown pass, or just get two touchdowns, and then have Derrick Henry just pound you to death, and then have a <laughs> and then like I mean, have, it is have Saturday him, evening and have him just uh, you know break off like a twenty thirty yard run in the midst of just running the clock out. Yeah. Um. So I think you know maybe like I could see to be honest, I could see like a Titans first half play. I don't hate that. That's smart. Yeah. Because the Patriots do seem to come from behind and win these games. Like, yeah. Uh, They'll let them tucker themselves out, then get a couple demoralizing plays and to start the second half off and then just take over. Well, yeah. I mean, he's like a – Belichick's like the best adjustments coach of all time. Yeah. And cheater. So I think <laughs> – I think that that actually that is, actually is a good play. Yeah, maybe Titans money line first half. Yeah, um, I don't know what the spread is. I would imagine it's like two and a half. Yeah, two. something like it's that. It's probably some stupid number. Um, something to think about, but this is probably I. I'm gonna say all this shit on on air, and then when it comes down to Saturday it's and three. after after it's the plus three first okay. half plus one sixty money line, that might be a plus three play. Right, you want to go on with that? I'll I kind of like that. That's a good. You get that three. Ooh, that's nice. <laughs> if you don't have to worry about Tom Brady in the fourth quarter, I think it's a little easier to make that bet. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like if I want to bet on a team to like kind of do okay in the first half, we're good. Um, to be like, and you know, I'm I'm gonna say all this stuff, but then the Bills are gonna win the spread and the money line, and then I'm gonna say, oh, let's roll it over with the Titans. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I think a first half plus three bet is uh, 
is is good is a good thing. I also don't think a crazy thing to do would be to do two different alternate lines. If you got Bills over ten and a half mm-hmm. and Titans over ten and a half, mm-hmm. I don't know what the line would be, but it's probably not a crazy parlay. I would also, you know, what I would think about too, like if you're believing in this game script about how um, the Titans will come out strong, get the first half, and the Patriots not being able to run the ball, Sony Michelle under rushing yards or Patriots under rushing yards. Yeah, maybe like thing. some James White total yard plays. Mm-hmm. I mean, James White as a James White fantasy owner, I know no gives a shit about fantasy, but the Burkhead thing is really annoying because. You know they'll start doing something where Burkhead will play the majority of White third downs, and then um, like they'll throw in Keneal Harry like in the backfield, oh, and they'll start yeah. doing some weird stuff. Um, but in terms of props, they're not really up right now. I don't see them. But I would say Sony Michelle under rushing yards is a play. Uh, stay tuned to our socials to see that um, if we actually yeah fire. that one's probably going to be closer. So if you actually if you parlayed these two, I mean it's obviously it's very juiced at plus ten and a half for both the Titans and the Bills. Mm-hmm. It's minus one twenty six. So I just like it's, I, I would I be just, af- I'd rather just play each game. Yeah, at that and point. I would be yeah. afraid. Like it's out of all games. the out of all these games, I think that the Patriots and Saints have the biggest blowout potential. Yeah. Just so. from, they've been there, done that. Yeah, and their I home mean, teams. And, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we're going to give out Titans first half plus three. And uh, on the back end of the break, we'll talk uh, Viking saints and Seahawks Eagles. I don't take them out of here. Book them. And we're back going over NFL wildcard weekend. Uh, we had so far, Joe and I are on bills plus three and a half. You know, you might have to buy a little points there um, and a little sprinkle on the Buffalo money line. And then for the Titans, Pats, Joe and I are both on Titans first half plus three. Now, going on to the next two, these are the Sunday games. Sunday, one o'clock, Minnesota Vikings at New Orleans Saints. The line is now at Vikings uh, or Saints are favored by eight points. It's a lot. A lot of points. And the over-under is over-under. Can this thing work? Uh, 48 and a half. It's a little higher. Hmm. A lot of, lot of bets on the over. A lot of money on the over. And then uh, a lot of spread bets on the Saints, 66%. 70% of the money is on the Saints. Uh, the Saints, I, I think they're... Probably the best team on paper in the NFC right now heading into the, you know, besides the 49ers. It's incredible that the Saints don't have a bye. Yeah. Um, And they've been playing great over the last, you know, month of the season. Uh, One of the most impressive teams. It's just that that game they lost uh, at home to San Francisco is is the entire thing they would have had. Yeah, that was it. And that was like, I mean, (coughs) that seemed, it was almost fluky. Yeah. Um, So... Talked a lot about DVOA here. Vikings are kind of like the Cowboys in the sense that they... You forget who their quarterback is when you look at the numbers. <laughs> but they're just... They're a good, they're a good team on paper. Um, heading into week 17, they rested the majority of their starters. Um, sixth weighted DVOA. And then um, now they're 17th. The Saints have been second 
overall and weighted DVOA in the league for the last pretty much three weeks of the season. Vikings 10th offensively, 7th defensively, very balanced team. Um, and the Saints are second offensively, and their defense has gotten better. They're 11th overall defensively. Um, I just think this line and, you know, what I do for each game, and if, if you listen to my um, deep dive podcast on the, on, on, the, on the stream about me putting these teams together and matching them up, pass versus run, um, you know, offenses versus defense kind of thing. Um, these teams match up very well on paper. Yeah. And I am not changing the way I'm betting in the playoffs. Um, just the amount. Just. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if that is the case, you know, if I was doing this and I saw that there were no discernible edges and a team's getting eight points, like I'm firing on the other side. It's like we've talked about this in terms of uh, spreads, like during the regular season. Mm-hmm. If you think the two teams are playoff teams, you're not going to get a spread over seven. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to happen. So I think I, I, I don't think there's a doubt in my mind the Saints win this football game. But the Vikings, to give them eight points, is a lot, that's a lot of points. Because you know what's going to happen here. The tight, they're going to be down two touchdowns. Kirk Cousins is going to be good enough for one drive. And then they're then he's gonna like do something dumb if they get the ball back again. And they're gonna lose by seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that's kind of the, the way I see this game going. Like I don't think that the I think the Saints are gonna be in control of the game for the bulk of it. But I can see a garbage time touchdown that the, the Vikings score because they have the receiving weapons. Assuming is Cook gonna play? I think he's supposed to play. Um, but if you're looking at who's gonna advance, it's the Saints. The Saints are gonna win. Do you? Yeah, I mean, I've seen crazier things happen. I mean, it's only eight points. Like, it wouldn't be like a shock to me if the Vikings pulled off like an upset, a, like an upset again. Win. Um, yeah, but I think that the Saints are the hottest team in football, besides the Titans. They're the hottest team in the NFC um, heading into it, and it scares me to pick against the Saints at home, especially when they've been so explosive. Um, but I just think that the saints, um, I mean, I, I think the Vikings keep this game close. I mean, eight points is a lot of points. The Vikings just five games ago played in Seattle and kept it within seven points. Yeah. Um, and really have only struggled heavily against in division opponents. They lost the Packers twice. They lost the bears and you know, the Seahawks four losses and they have two more losses in there. Um, I just think that the, Actually, lost to the Bears twice, so they lost four division games. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> and uh, I just think that you know, like I said, I'm not changing the way I'm betting in the playoffs um, because if I saw this minus eight and no discernible edges on either side, like I'm firing every single time, and I just I've already bet I already bet Minnesota plus eight. Yeah, um, the way that this line has been because it's only moved up. I don't. I. I don't think. I think you're gonna have plenty of time to hit this at plus eight. I don't. Yeah. I don't envision that it's never gonna hit. I don't think it's gonna hit seven again at all. Worst case scenario, you're gonna see seven and a half. I if think anything, it, you might get a little bit more points. I think I would get more points if like Dalvin Cook doesn't play or uh, you know there's injury news. Yeah, and the thing that's interesting though is you can. There is a difference when Dalvin Cook does not play. Mm-hmm. Um, he is worlds better than uh, some of their backups, but. You know, Madison is good, 
Boone, not so much, I don't think. But, but I mean, interestingly, the strength of this Minnesota team, like on paper, is their passing game, yeah, right? Efficiently, is, it's not the run game, um, even though you would think that with Cook and it makes things a lot easier. Um, but the Vikings have been good this year just because they can pass the ball well and they have a very, very good defense. Yeah. Uh, but I think seventh against the pass overall, fifth against the run. Um, so, you know, you basically, if you have eight points, you're just hoping that they can contain. Um, Kamara Thomas and who looks hot now. Yeah, Kamara but. looks hot, but I don't. I, I agree with you, and I think that you take the points here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would. I would absolutely not put a future in on the Vikings because they're going. I think they're going to lose like straight up. Mm-hmm. But in terms of covering the spread, I think they'll cover the spread. I mean, eight points is a lot of points. It's a playoff game. Yeah, I mean, you're looking We've at money. thought the Vikings are a playoff team all year. Like this yes. is not a surprise that they're in no, the playoffs. No. So it's not like. It's not like another team, like uh, like honestly, like even like say the Eagles or something like that, where you're like, I'm surprised that maybe they're in the playoffs or they're in the scenario that mm-hmm. they're in. It's not like they're getting eight points and you're like, all right, well maybe it's going to be a blowout. Yeah. You're looking at this game saying we thought the Vikings were probably going to, we thought the Vikings were going to win the division. Oh yeah, I'm surprised so, they didn't win the division. Yeah, so I mean, I, I think you take these eight points. I think that's an easy that's an easy bet. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to think about it too much. Yeah. Um, Saint, uh, Saints on the other side of the mo- on the money line minus three forty five three fifty. I mean, not a ton of value on the money line, um, but if you wanted to throw in maybe like uh, maybe mix it in with some other sports. Yeah, like if you if there's a game, I, I haven't looked at the NBA slate for <laughs> Sunday yet, but there might be like a couple games there, like probably like Lakers prime time at home or something like that. Like you yeah. can maybe find some value in them, like included in a parlay. Um. Yeah, so these are two teams that have been in the playoffs the last like three, four years. Like yeah. they're they're tested. Um, you know, you don't have a first time quarterback in this game. You have a first time quarterback in every other game this wild card weekend. Um, and I'm on Minnesota plus eight. Joe, are you officially on that? Yeah, I'm in on that. We are so aligned. We're so in sync. Week. I wonder if Terry's gonna be jealous when he gets back. <laughs> Who's if that? You guys. <laughs> If you guys don't win, he's going to have a laundry list of shit to give you. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling, like, I don't know how I feel about this next game. I know where Joe's at. Oh, I know at. where I'm at. Um, and it is the 4 o'clock game on Sunday. Uh, probably the best game of the week. It's the closest line. Uh, Seattle Seahawks 5 seed at the battle-scarred, injury-depleted Philadelphia Eagles Seahawks right now it's at minus one and a half going to two um and Joe I know you already hit Seahawks plus three when this immediately opened that was the most but our listeners probably did not do that yeah that was that was crazy long I can't believe that was posted anywhere that's like if somebody like tweets out like or like they accidentally post a nude on their story and then they get rid of it that's exactly what DraftKings did with that plus three So you screenshotted DraftKings nude. Yeah, and I caught that Sick line. Fuck. <laughs> um, I. So this game. So I mean, I wanted. I was gonna bet the Seahawks money line regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm surprised that they're not bigger favorites. I think maybe you'll see it I'm, go swing all the way to three the other way. Yeah. Um, I this game is going to be in my opinion, a very public game. Um, on the Seahawks side. On the Seahawks. And yeah, I mean, if you like, look at it I now, don't think anyone believes in this Eagles team, which is dangerous. It makes me feel uncomfortable. I also hate 
the Eagles. So go birds. Um, have bet on them and won some money, but I don't enjoy the experience. I feel a little dirty. Like I feel like I ate shit. So spread bets right now. Eighty-seven percent of the bets are on the Seahawks. What about the money line? How's that? Money look? line. Seventy-nine percent of the bets are on the Seahawks. Yeah, I've I mean, been trying. I- I've been. You know, one of the things I like to do is to fade the public, and I'm going to wait to see if this line creeps up closer to three because I think it will. Um, when a lot of the Philadelphia injury news comes back, I think you'll start seeing this line creep up and up and up. Yeah. Um, another thing to uh, to note here is that. Like I said, New Orleans, Minnesota, only game this year that doesn't have a first-time quarterback playoff starter. Carson Wentz, this is his first playoff start. Yeah, people forget that he did not win the Super Bowl. <laughs> huh? <laughs> um, DVOA, quick hitters, Seahawks, seventh-weighted DVOA, um, heading into week so, – actually, both these teams had to play. So we'll yeah. do the week 17 DVOA um, regular season. Weighted DVOA, Seahawks ninth, Philadelphia 12th. Um, discernible edges in this game. Eagles have an edge running the ball against Seattle's 26th worst run defense wow. in the league. And then the Seahawks have an advantage throwing the ball yeah. uh, with their third-ranked passing offense versus the Eagles' 17th-ranked passing defense. And you heard all about how their secondary is banged up yeah um and i'm i'm i imagine you'll see a lot of blitz packages from this eagles team like they're just going to be trying to bring the house so wilson does that's what they do the field and you saw you know they like to bring jenkins in and blitz him um and you know they're just gonna hopefully they just get pressure and you know with the seahawks with the running back issues you know lynch is like this you know get a yard or two kind of guy but this other dude that was running uh, this weekend was pretty good, mm. though. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, like I, I like the Seahawks obviously in this game. Um, Why is that? I, I mean, I just think they're, a, I think they're better. I think that they don't have the the injuries that they have to me are less consequential. In like, I know that you kind of shared this. I know this is really like a take that you subscribe to more so than mm-hmm. anything it's just that you don't think running backs matter too much no i don't so the injuries that the seahawks have had they've had that they have that one left tackle i think is hurt Lane but um but their running backs has really been the thing mm-hmm. so i mean if you you could put like a guy that's not necessarily the best running back but if you put them behind the good offensive line like they're going to be okay and i think that the way russell wilson can move about the pocket and create time create space that's going to be problematic for these Eagles receive or these Eagles sec this Eagles secondary when you have guys that are so skilled in the receiving core for Seattle with mm-hmm. Lockett Metcalf like the, I think that's just problematic matchup wise Lockett's been shown that he's very good for the past couple of years and Metcalf is a physical freak and there's not somebody that's big enough on the Eagles to stop him like Patrick Peterson shut him down but Patrick Peterson is one of the best and biggest cornerbacks in football and that's really something that Metcalf has struggled with because he uses his size to his advantage to such a degree um I don't see that with the Eagles and I think that they 
the advantage that the Seahawks have is going to nullify the advantage that the Eagles would have because I think the Seahawks get out to an early lead by throwing the football, and I think that's going to make it very hard for the Eagles to then run the football. Mm -hmm. And then you're putting the ball in the hands of Carson Wentz, who admittedly has played very well with literally no weapons, or just it seems like whoever is given to him, he manages to make the best out of it. But I don't think that that's their advantage here. So... I think both of these teams have kind of, you know, down the stretch have not looked great. I mean, Eagles, like you said, they looked great the last four games, but the last four games they've played yeah. Giants. They played at they played Giants, the Giants twice. Home against the Cowboys, at the Redskins, home against the Giants. So they've played four NFC East teams and at the And year. we've and, and we said the NFC East is probably the worst division of football yes. right now. Um, on the Seahawks side of things, they have, you know, if so, if they came out and got demolished by the 49ers, I think the Seahawks would have been. I think that's where the Seahawks plus three, plus four would have came in because if you look at so they lost to the Niners at home, uh, but before that got trounced by the Cardinals at home. Surprise! Barely beat the Panthers in Carolina. Yeah. Got trounced by the Rams before yeah. that. And then they beat the Vikings for us. But the last four games, yeah. they have not looked great. You know, no, they have one no. win against a bottom five team, and the Panthers headed down the stretch. They've just been completely awful. Um, and you know, I understand. Like these are two teams I think that just aren't that good. Like I know you're a believer in the Seahawks. I just don't think they're that good of a team. Yeah, it's more of a. It's more of a. It's more of a like I subscribe to Russell Wilson mm-hmm. and him being a playoff tested quarterback. Uh, who has shown that if you give him the ball down a possession, mm-hmm. he's going to give you an, an opportunity to win. Like he's not going to make that like bonehead mistake, like like Jameis Winston in like this last overtime period, just throwing a pick six to end the game. Like I don't, you, that's just not going to happen mm-hmm. with him. Um, you like there's obviously like there was this past weekend there was the issue with a couple things, but he put them in a position to win. Um, are you and you know and the Eagles are home dogs and yeah. you know how I feel about home dogs. Are you giving out a bet as of right now for the listeners who did not get Seahawks plus three? Oh, uh, Seahawks money line. I was going to bet Seahawks money line no matter what, but when I saw the plus three, I just took the free points. Um, so I don't have a money line bet in, but uh, that's my. I was going to bet money line until I saw they were plus three because mm-hmm. I was shocked by it. I'm leaning Philly money line. But I'm not going to bet it now because I do think it trends more towards the Seahawks. I agree with that. Fuck it. I'll give it out now. <laughs> Philly money line. Go birds. It's the I, you know home dogs. I think that just playoff home field means so much. And I think that the Seahawks team can't stop the run. I think that the Eagles um, kind of control possession here. I think defensively they get up for the game and, you know, Seahawks traveling across the country um, for a wild card game. It's I, I just it's you know, I could see both things happening, but give me the home team and yeah. a team. In a, we in both a just have like we this. just have the exact opposite narrative for yeah. the game. Yeah. So. All right. That happens. So to recap the picks, recap them. Bills, Texans, Joe and I are both on Bills plus three and a half. Super cute. Half half a unit on the Bills Texans money can't line. can't wrangle those Bills, huh? Uh, Titans, Patriots, we're on Tennessee first half plus three. 
Vikings Saints were on Minnesota plus eight, and then Seahawks Eagles were split. Joe's on Seattle money line. I am on the Eagles money line, and that's the NFL wild card re- uh, weekend preview. Yes. Yes. So, Corey. Yes. We're going RV tripping. We're going to do some, like, a quick RV tripping hitter. Then we're going to talk about our, uh, just our bowl game picks because on New Year's Day, there's a lot of bowl games. Pack your bowls, boys. And, uh, yeah, so where are we going? Hang on. <laughs> it's generating. And this is a segment for those new listeners that we uh, bet every state in the union. Um, and I think this is our 11th state, maybe? We've Holy moving. shit. I don't know how Terry's going to get here in time. I don't even know where he is, so. Well, he keeps missing us. We, we're like passing ships in the night. <laughs> we keep crisscrossing the country in opposite directions. Eventually, we'll meet up in Texas. Ooh. Ooh. Lone Star State. Hook them. If you want to. All right, so some quick facts. Over, under, state admitted. 25 and a half. I think it's what was it, 25? And a half. I thought it was over. I'm going to go under. 28th, Joe. I think every single fucking time this has been over. No, there was one time it was under, and it was uh, like Iowa or something. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's the capital, Dom? Austin? No. Fuck. Um, What is the capital? Isn't it Houston? No. I'm just happy we finally kind of stumped Dom on this. He was flexing hard on his capital knowledge. Hold on. It's not Corpus Christi, right? That's so wrong. I mean, to some people, that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's not San Antonio. Is it nope. Dallas? Nope. Houston? Nope. No. Austin? Yep. I said Austin. That was my first Yeah, but thing. you, 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 the second uh, up, you're like, wait a minute, no. Nah, cut that. Edit that. I'm not. not <laughs> shit. I got it the first. All right. Uh, I think we went over the state motto because we were looking up weird state mottos after our fourth one in a row. Shoot first, ask questions later. Uh, no, every child's be. born with a gun. No, it's way nicer. Oh, yeah? It's just friendship. Is it really? <laughs> friendship. <laughs> I didn't know that. Texas, friendship. That's There's so much irony Isn't in that. Isn't that just like no country for old men? That's not friendship. Friendship. <laughs> You're right. Um, only five state forests. Kind of lackluster there. Um... <laughs> All right, so everybody knows about the Six Flags of Texas, correct? Six Flags is like the amusement like park? Yeah, well, that's where they got the name adventure? for it, but Oh, I thought it was just because it was in six states or cities. No, the name originates from, I believe the first one was in Texas, and the Six Flags of Texas that have flown over the Texas land. Oh, wow. Um, over the, over you know, whoever reigned there. Can you name the countries of those Six Flags? That has reigned over Texas? Isn't it? Uh, well, Spain. France. Um, Eng- probably not England, right? No, United States, Mexico. Um, it's Portugal, it's dicey. Nope. Are we going like Aztec, Mayan? Nope, nope. They didn't have flags. Uh, the who was big in like the Dutch? No, they didn't go that far west. South, no. west. they went. They went west and north. What about the Germans? No, the Germans never got there. The U-boats yeah. were close, but they never made landfall. <laughs> um, I'm gonna preface. That I should have probably told you this in the beginning. There are repeats. Oh, oh. so oh. Mexico Just again? Still haven't named them all. Wait. So like the United States again? 
Joe's right on that. <laughs> There's something smushed between those two. The, f- the Confederacy. Oh. The Confederacy. Oh. Is that right? You got one left. Oh, this is the Confederacy. No. No, the, that is one. So you're at five out of six. And then wasn't the United States twice? We already, get, I already counted it twice. Wait, so no, we already we, we have six. Yeah, because I said we said French, Mexico, mm-hmm. Spain, mm-hmm. U.S. twice, and, and the, Confederacy. the Confederacy. Oh no, count the U.S. once. I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> I fucked that up. That was my bad. Oh fuck, Jesus Christ, Bob Barker. Every Texan, <laughs> uh, that was the biggest compliment I ever got. Uh, every Texan would be pissed off at you right now for not knowing this. Texas? Like Texas. Yeah. The Republic of Texas. Uh, <laughs> How could you forget? Uh, uh, yeah, semantics. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> so that was fun. Calm down. Uh, some famous Don't people. Shoot me. Sandra Day O'Connor. George W. Bush. <laughs> Look how you led with Sandra Day O'Connor. <laughs> Stevie Ray Vaughan. Tommy Lee Jones, which makes me appreciate No Country for Old Men a little bit more. Uh, Howard Hughes, Dwight D. Eisenhower, Sam Houston. None of this is exciting. Everybody knows these fucking people. Yeah. Um, are we doing like a bowl game in Texas? So I did a little research. What the hell is going on? I'm a big hockey guy. I don't care about what's going on on Joe's phone right now. Mm-hmm. The Winter Classic is upon us. New Year's Day. You get to watch some outdoor hockey, usually with a little snow in the background, but not this year. All right. How do they keep it cold? It's refrigerated, bro. Is the sun hot? (laughs) Oh, so let's not go down this wormhole. Black hole. So Dallas is going to be the site of this year's Winter Classic for the NHL. It's going to be the uh, Stars against the Predators. Nashville's coming to town. I don't know how they're going. It's going to be smushy ice, no matter what. If it if the sun's out, yeah, like the Zamboni's got to be, be ripping ice. that day, right? Yeah, it's going to be like moving through slough. Um, I'm all on the stars. Yeah, that's an easy bet. Yeah, I mean, that's, I haven't looked at any lines. That's I, uh, yeah, I don't care what the line is. Stars puck line. Tyler Sagan, um, Jamie Ben, Ben. If it's if it's Bishop. under if it's un, under one fifty, I will say stars money line. If it's over one minus one fifty, the money line, I'm saying puck line. Pavelski, Radulov. I love a nice little puck line. Yeah, action. and I mean, if you listen fire. to our NHL preview show, that was my pick for the uh, Stanley Cup winner at thirty-nine to one. It's now down to twelve to one. So You're looking strong, Woo, You're welcome. You're baby. Looking strong. You're welcome. Um, I could actually cash out that bet for more money than it is now. But and uh, we're their, their Winter Classic uniforms are fucking nice. It's that. just the team. Like Ben Bishop is the best goalie in hockey. I use he's, this, un- he's unbelievable. I use daily faceoff when I'm betting NHL um, because you know you. I usually bet off of goalies, and it's easier to see injuries and everything. And they have different goalie ratings for every goalie and for every player um, that goes into metrics and not necessarily just on statistics. And Ben Bishop has been the number one goalie all year. That's good. And believe it or not, his goals against average this year so far is still a little higher than usual. Yeah. Like against his career. But there's just more scoring in the NHL now. And with his offense, they're going to come back. There's never going to be – and Nashville's banged up. They're not – in a good place. Yeah. yeah. Dallas sitting in third in the central, 48 points, um, but they're built to be. They're built to be a playoff team. They're built to yep. be a playoff team. Um, so. And then Nashville is fifth in the wild card standing, so a lot of a lot of catching up to do with 42 points. Um, Dallas is the bet nice, easy in bet. Texas. You know, yeah. Ease that hangover. Get yeah. a W. Um, bowl games. Um, I am – 
pretty mad at that Ohio State game. I know you were on Clemson a lot, and yeah. I was on Ohio State, and I think that it's absurd. Not going to talk about it, but it's absurd that that, that fumble was called back. Oh, I mean, I was on Clemson, so <laughs> it made perfect sense. I think you texted me, and you were like, love to see it. <laughs> I think that's exactly what I said. Um, but, you know, excited for this LSU-Clemson game. Um, we'll talk about that. On probably the next pod. Next pod, yeah, because it's the 13th. Yeah. But we do have some other bowl games in the meantime. Yeah, I do like... Um, you know, New Year's Day bowls. You got Michigan, Bama. You got Minnesota, Auburn, Oregon, Wisconsin, Georgia, Baylor. Um, those are all the New Year's Day games. Yeah. I do like Bama a lot. Money line, um, parlay it with a couple teams, and I probably do like to spread a little bit. Um, as a Big Ten football connoisseur, a lot of Big Ten games here. I would probably bet Wisconsin spread against Oregon. Uh, probably stay away from Minnesota, Auburn, even though I do love Minnesota. And I would bet Bama hard against Michigan because Michigan's yeah. just Michigan's not good. I mean, they're good, but I mean, just, yeah, they're not Bama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you? What did you say about Georgia Baylor? Did you just say, I didn't talk. You about didn't that talk about that one at all. What do you think? I would. I would lean Baylor just because I like Baylor a lot. Yeah, um, it's moved to that dead point area plus five and a half for Baylor mm-hmm. now, but. Um, yeah, I mean, he was good though. I'm not a, uh, not a college football connoisseur, but, um, Bama minus seven is a go for me. That just sounds great. Yeah. I mean, as, as we research this and we put in bets on Wednesday hungover, I think just watch out for what we put up on there, but I'm not really at. I'm not really at liberty to give out picks right now, besides Bama. Yeah, Go with what you feel. There's a 100% chance that I'm betting on Bama. Um, I also, if Auburn dips below minus seven, I might be taking them too. So. Oh. 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 Hey, what's up? Uh, nothing. Do you have any bowl picks you want to give us real quick? I'm going to say hey, Terry. I'll bleep uh... Oh, we're recording this, by the way. Do we have your consent you to record this? Yeah, sure. All right, good. Oh, thank God. New Jersey's a, a one-party consent state, though. So. I like to have all my bases covered. You're Colorado. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's wearing a wire. <laughs> I don't know what the laws are here. <laughs> I mean, weed's legal. I mean, weed's legal, so there's probably no laws here. And so are shrooms. Are they? Yeah. Yes. Sports betting is legal, but not available until March 2020. That's very disappointing. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Who are you taking, Bama? You taking Bama? Uh, what's his, what's the line? Minus seven. Against Michigan? Yeah, yeah. take that. <laughs> All right, the expert says take it, take it. All right, what? Lock, lock it. Uh, who are they playing? Minnesota. <sighs> what's the line? Seven. Seven? Seven. Who, who's getting seven? Auburn? Auburn's giving seven. Giving seven. Ooh. Uh, no, you got to take the Big Ten school. All right. Then uh, Oregon. Even though, I just, even though I just bet against the Big Ten school. <laughs> <laughs> then you have Oregon, Wisconsin. Wisconsin's minus three. 
I can't correct you enough times, but it's Oregon. Yeah, so Oregon. <laughs> it's not Oregon. No one says that. Oregon. Uh, Oregon. Give me Wisconsin. Love the Big Ten. And then, the and then we got uh, Georgia minus five and a half versus Baylor. Mm, I like Baylor at seven, uh, but if it's less than a touchdown, I'd probably take Georgia. Matt yeah. for the Giants. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> oh yeah, true. Trouble in paradise in the locker room. Yeah, so no, his players definitely hate him. All right. Well, uh, also, also they, you know, like people give Baylor a pass. Like there's all that whole sexual harassment assault thing. Not over that. Our brows. Yeah, that's not Come the on. kind of bear that you want. Yeah. All right. Well, well, we'll give you like five seconds to gloat about the fins if you want to. Oh, I mean, geez. Tom Brady, no buy. What an idiot. I thought when I, I was, look, full disclosure, I was skiing the entire time during that game. And I checked the score and I saw, you know, I was watching the end. I saw they won. I thought Tom Brady like sat. I didn't realize he played the whole game. And they still lost. Incredible. <laughs> Fitz magic. Yeah, we just fired our offensive coordinator, and Zayvon Howard just got arrested for domestic uh, violence. Sounds, <laughs> you know, sounds like it was a good day. That's that's one way to celebrate a win. <laughs> yeah, we're all really proud of you. Hey, thanks. Are you bringing Fitzpatrick back next year? Yeah, he no, he has a two year deal. He's on the <laughs> roster next year. Oh, okay. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean. He's going to be a Super Bowl winning quarterback <laughs> at age 55 as it's a backup. Only right. It's only right. But, yeah. All right. Yeah. Where did the RV go this week? Texas. Uh, what would you pick? Dallas, Moneyline, hockey. Outside. Uh, outside. They're playing outside. The Winter Classic's outside <laughs> in Texas. Yeah. Well, huh. yeah, I have no, I have no thoughts on that. Is it cold enough for ice in Dallas? <laughs> that's, that's, that's what we've been talking about. Huh. Do you have to play the under? Since like if the ice is melted, the puck might not move as fast. I'd look into it. Is the rink regulation size or bigger? Because it's in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, these are the things we definitely should have looked up before getting the pick. I know. Because, uh, I mean, the international rink is larger. Quite. It, uh, it's... It's definitely not international. That would not be allowed in America, Texas. Yeah, definitely not. Texas there. is America. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean whatever you say. <laughs> Do you have anything to recommend this week? Uh, skiing. It's exhilarating. I've heard that before. How do your legs feel? What? How do your legs feel? I don't. I uh, my legs. Uh, today I feel like my legs are back. First oh. four days did not feel like they were back. We'll get those legs in shape. Yeah. So who's back? My legs. How's the how's Congrats. the fresh uh, how's the fresh powder out there? Is it nice? No, there's not there's not much snow. Oh. So it's kind of disappointing. That's a lot tough. of rocks. I'm afraid to look at my skis. Give them a little tune. Yeah. No, it's like wildcat in September. And then uh, finally, Terry. You know, in the terms of the. You know, it's the end of the decade, last pot of the decade, new year, new me, new decade, new Terry. Uh, do you have any New Year's resolutions, new decade resolutions for you? 
new decade resolutions. I am. Wow, that's a great that's a great question. I think I'm gonna stop betting bowl games because I lose every bet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make sure to give your picks out before your uh, <laughs> resolution. Yeah, no, yeah, do that. Um, yeah, maybe stop. I'll stop <laughs> trying to be healthy because it's just it's a losing endeavor. He just yeah, fucking yeah. picked four bowl games, <laughs> and then says his Dark, resolution is to not pick any more bowl games. <laughs> Dom's flirting with the idea of not doing any more parlays this year. Oh, that's oh, wow. that's definitely my New Year's resolution. Fuck parlay, yeah, Pats. <laughs> hey, Dom, thanks for explaining to everyone my the joke of my New Year's resolution. <laughs> <laughs> we can cut that. Terry, bye. <laughs> bye, Terry. Au revoir. Bye, Terry. All right. Go ski. Goodbye. Enjoy bye. the sunshine. All right, I will. <laughs> I can't believe he picked up. That was great. Um, You're gonna have to cut that whole. Oh yeah, I'm gonna like, splice the shit out of it. It's gonna be so funny. Um, so yeah, I, we'll post Terry's bull picks with his New Year's resolution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. We'll I get put to his that. resolution in the opening credits. We'll get to those. <laughs> I was gonna say at the end of the pod. Or yeah, I'll make like a credit on the way out. Yeah, um, it's like in, for all of you that made it here. <laughs> Terry's swearing off bowl games. <laughs> So uh yeah, I'm I'm with Terry on every bowl game. Um Pods and Rex, take us out with your New Year's resolution. Oh wait, since this pod is coming out uh tomorrow, I have one NBA pick that I want to give out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pa- the Sixers are playing the Pacers tomorrow night in Indiana. Sixers are minus one. Hit them. I love that bet. Sixers minus one tomorrow. It's today. Violent, but today. Okay. So like that bet. Pods and Rex. I'm going to recommend on Netflix, Don't Fuck With Cats. It's good, good, good program. Um, did you watch it? Loved it. Yeah. I, so I, I, I've been recommending this to a lot of people, and I will say that there's a lot of, like, uncomfortable, you know, if you're, like, a regular person or uncomfortable with animal violence. Um, they don't actually show it. Yeah, but, you know, you can get a sense of, like... I got s- nervous at 1.30 in the morning when I started to watch it. Okay. All right, well, that's just an odd time to start watching freaky <laughs> shit. Um, I but watch it, weirder shit at 1.30 in the morning. But I'm sure you have, Joe. <laughs> but it's a good um, it's a good documentary in that... <laughs> and I'm not going to... then, too. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Um, that's staying in. Go ahead, I, Dom. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, when dad jokes go wrong. <laughs> holy shit. I will say that I'm not going to spoil the documentary, um, but uh, the documentary, like the last couple, like the, the once all the plot lines happen and they're kind of talking about society at large, um, the fact that like we consume all of these murder porn documentaries like actually and in this situation it probably did have the unintended consequence of like building serial killers to want to be famous and like be watched and be seen can i also say one thing about that yes they're not doing a good job of it the serial killers no. They're, like, way better at this in the 70s and 80s. Well, because it was so much easier to get away with stuff I'm like that. I'm just saying. Um, like, Ted, could Bund- be Ted Bundy fucking, like, escaped the courtroom. He 
He's so sly. <laughs> He's so I would have fucked him. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like we go <laughs> this like Ted Bundy, like our fucking infatuation. And now I'm not gonna say R because like I really could give a shit about the Ted royal Bundy. we. I like our infatuation with Ted Bundy as society created this fucking guy in Don't Fuck with Cats because he was like, oh, everybody's gonna love me. Um, you know, he, Ted Bundy's gotten married, like, or did get married like four times after he killed all these people because people are fucking weird. And then, like, he's like, okay, this is my path to fame because, like, my modeling career didn't work out. I'm just gonna be a fucking serial killer. And imagine, like, that's so just a wild, like, thought process, too. Well, there's well, more to it. Yes, but I'm saying, like, we're not helping the problem by, like, consuming all of these things. And I, that's, I like the documentary for that, like, societal at large um, look at, like, what these documentaries are doing to. Um, not, I'm not saying they're creating serial killers, but they're not helping deter serial killers. So that's my recommendation. Yeah. My New Year's resolution is to just stop betting fucking parlays because they. I'm not gonna get into it. I'm just gonna do it for myself. Say it out loud. Um, the first step is acceptance, and uh, I'm not gonna do it. So January 24th, you will lay down a parlay. Uh, probably, but it's my it, resolution. It'll definitely be before then too. Like, probably, like, January 2nd. <laughs> he's probably going to still be semi-drunk on New Year's Day and do it. Yeah. Like he's I gonna, mean, Alabama ah, minus 250. Throw that How can I not to put it in the mix? Easy. I'm absolutely. We're making gumbo today. We're taking that money line. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, those, those are mine. All right. Um, so, for a recommendation, everybody, you know, like, I've made the joke, New Year, New Me. But I'm going to go back to a tried and true method of fat loss. I know we're all trying to shed a couple LBs here. Uh, you're nearing the end of bulking season. It's unfortunate. Um, I'm going to have to change that chicken wrap that I had today from Cluck U from a crispy to a grilled in the very near future. It's fun while it lasted. Eh, it was nice. But um, I will recommend CLA. It is a tablet, it's over the counter. Um, it, I would recommend taking them bre- one pill, breakfast, lunch, dinner, uh, about a thousand milligrams per, uh, or th- yeah, per, uh, serving. I didn't think we'd get, we'd have to wait 17 weeks to start shilling pills. On I know. <laughs> Joe the pusher really, really held back. And, uh, it's nice. It like pair that up with a little bit of green tea extract. It, uh, might okay. Boost- so Joe wants you to shit your pants for <laughs> your New Year's resolution. <laughs> Listen, it's going to boost your metabolism a little bit. If, even if you like, if even if you can't win some bets, you'll lose a little bit of weight. So do your part. Curls are for the girls, you know. Uh, but don't forget, Thigh Thursday, we're back, we're living. Also, like advisory, if you're losing that much weight and your bets, people might think you're going to have a problem. Yeah. So do at least <laughs> Just like be ready for someone to lay down an intervention on you. Yeah, and but the thing is, if somebody lays down an intervention, you know what that means? It means that you're losing fucking weight and it's working. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fine. Don't worry about it. Lose a couple lbs. I recommend that paired with a nice incline walk. I also recommend pair like re-racking your weights, please. Also, highly recommend. If like you go to the gym, you're a newbie, don't do chest on Monday. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're gonna get in my way. Like, don't do it. Just start off with something like obscure. Like do a know. dumbbell press and stay the fuck out of Joe's yeah, way. Like, just get out of my way. 
But maybe like do ba- like you know everybody likes to lift chest on Monday. Maybe lift back on Monday, chest on Wednesday, and then you're good. Why don't you adjust your schedule? Because you know it's going to be a problem. No, I do legs on Monday. It's like a forecast. Mondays legs every day. So it's okay. I, I I try to avoid that issue. But for the newbies out there, re re rack your weights. Don't hold the weights with you. Because you don't need anything else on your shoulders after, since you have all that extra weight anyway. So re-rack your weights, get in the gym, take some CLAs, and win your bets, probably parlays. My New Year's resolution is to stop being so judgmental. <laughs> Which part of that was your fucking resolution? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I'm going to recommend the show You now available on Netflix, oh. formerly Lifetime. People forget that. Uh, I watched it with my girlfriend when it was on Lifetime because I watched a preview. And it was, was like, on Lifetime? I think I can get behind this because the guy is a bad guy, like most Lifetime shows and movies. Yeah. But you're somehow on his side because he's a lunatic and you're, you're in kinda, his brain. Kinda, I love it. Kind of, yeah. It's awesome. Uh, it's basically about a guy who uh, justifies stalking and killing people. So just like Dom said, I mean, ignoring what Dom said... <laughs> I mean, watch actually, all the murder yeah, porn. Just watch it. It's fiction, so it's different. Oh, they're after me. <laughs> the federales file me. No, it's it's pretty wild, honestly. There's seasons one and two on Netflix. Yep. Um, Healthy amount of episodes. What is it like? Eight episodes? No, I think they're ten or thirteen. And it's an hour each. Yeah, it took oh, me a while. Honestly, season one, Beck one. I have another wreck. Yeah. Before, are you done? These yeah. are the last okay. racks of the decade. So. Um, catch and kill, Ronan Farrow. Oh, just finished. Dude, I'm like three quarters of the way through. Can't, Soaked. Can't stop turning pages. I got it when I was stuck in oh, Florida. Oh, it's a book? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all about the uh, Harvey Weinstein um, story and just his investigative reporting. Um, Great and, writer. Yeah, phenomenal. But I just like one of the best books I've read in a long time. So. Um, got it for Christmas. Girlfriend got it for me. Um, nice. So. It's great. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to recommend another book because I read two books in the last month. Oh. I'm very proud of myself. I would just be jerk- too. So- you jerk each other off for reading. That's right. We use pages as lube. That sounds dry. Hey, we do what's hard, okay? <laughs> oh, hardcover. Nice. Yeah. You paid that 30 bucks. Yeah. Uh, More of a bear. I think it's called... Uh, it's either a trader. <laughs> wow. Joe's on a roll today. Uh, it's either a traitor and a spy or a spy and a traitor. Ben McIntyre is the author. I'm part of a book club. Hand up. And uh, this one was recommended by someone who's just recommended their first book. And they're batting a thousand in my book now because this thing was insane. It's about like a Soviet era spy who may or may not be a double agent. I don't want to ruin anything because it's a spy novel, but... I ate that shit up in three days. It was so good. When someone recommends a book, how do you recommend a book? Like, you just say, like, hey, this is good. At the book club? Yeah. So it's an Excel spreadsheet. And oh, we have so it's a, not it's a, like a roster. Do you, you don't hang out? Uh, we do, like, once every three months. It's like, like you, all my friends from college. So we're spread around. What the fuck did you do on Friday nights? In college, I watched Ghost Hunters and pre-gamed with... Uh, Bush Lights and Burnett's Vodka. For what? Book club? Nah, it's pre-gaming to go out. Oh, okay. You ever watch Zach Bagans catch ghosts and drink? No. Jersey Shore, though. Yeah, that was Thursdays. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> highly recommend the book. Uh, it's very easy to read, follow. Um, I like spy novels, too. I can admit that. 
Oh, I don't think I gave you a... Uh, I don't have a resolution. No, you need to resolve. Uh, I, uh... Settle your bets. I've done all that. No, I know. It was more like internally. Like internally? Your resolution. Hmm. Perfect. All right. I got... N- I don't know. All right. I Weeks resolve out. to tell people what I'm thinking instead of internalizing it and blasting off on this podcast. That's good. I'm just going to do it all day long. Sounds great. God yeah. bless. Uh, Super healthy. Episode 17. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, we'll post our uh, any more bets on the on the on the socials. But good luck, Wild Card Weekend. I'm going to bleep Eve. out whatever Guess dad what? joke he's going to make. Guess what? I'm going to bleep it. We already know. We know the outcomes of these Wild Card games. You know why? Because we have 2020 vision. See ya. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Oh